Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast, a podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write one, which is not very frequently because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. Hey friends, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Calm. I'm really glad you're here. I'm so glad that you're with me in this new year of 2023. I have been MIA the past few weeks due to sickness, moving. I just am so glad that you are here with me in this new year. I have been MIA the past few weeks due to moving and sickness and trying to get unpacked and the holidays. It has been a very, very busy time, and I simply did not have the ability to get some more episodes out. But I have done a lot of praying and thinking about where the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things ministry is going to go in this new year. And I am excited um, to see what the Lord is going to do. The main thing through this move that has become so evident to me, both in my need to grow it and in the Lord's ability to provide it, is his faithfulness slash my ability to relinquish control and to trust him. And relinquishing control can look like, I believe, many different things. Relinquishing control can be preferences, laying them aside, laying aside our expectations. It can also be an active warring against God that we need to recognize and stop. Relinquishing control can be letting go of our ideas, preconceived notions, dreams, surrender. Um, Now they're all tied together in the fact that they are giving up our rulership, our leadership, our decision-making over our lives and our hearts and giving that to God. And that is a difficult feat and it is time-consuming. And one of the things I have come to realize about myself is that it is so easy to be actively trusting the Lord And then go back and fall into a pattern of protection that I am trying to use my means, my resources, my own um, coping mechanisms or manipulative internal heart motivations to 
protect myself, to get what I feel I need, what I feel is important. And sometimes the catch 22 is you actually do need that thing. Uh, You actually do need, you know, a job, for instance, or you need, you know, uh, medical care. But instead of depending solely on the Lord for provision and for fulfillment of that need, it is very easy, even in things that aren't bad, to begin to put your trust in the thing and then to trust in yourself to get what you need instead of putting your trust solely in Jesus. And so it has been such an evident lacking in my life where the Lord has just really shined a loving spotlight on weakness in my faith, but then also has so tenderly and abundantly began to help me overcome this weakness and begin to walk in what I believe is some very genuine steps of true and righteous faith in him and him alone. And part of that has been catching myself in the moment and walking more in step, more intentionally and intuitively in step with Jesus through the everyday occurrences that go on in my life. So normally I would get up in the morning, I would spend some time with the Lord and I would go about my day. Now I might've remembered to pray maybe even several times during the day. And then I would get ready for bed And I might spend some more time with the Lord and I'd go to sleep. And you could say, well, that's great. That's exceptional. And really it's not because our call that is on the believer's life is to be constant prayer and to be walking with the Lord all the time. And so I was not reaching that goal and I didn't have within myself the heart that could take in what I needed to do. And so that's progressive sanctification, where as we walk along with the Lord, He takes the little that we have to give and He continues to build and to show us. And when we walk in the light that He gives, He gives us more light. And so it has been so much more evident to me as I have moved and have been in this different place, a different state, and not knowing anyone, and just being totally in upheaval, that the Lord has shown me more clearly how I walk with Him and how I trust Him in the moments that come up in the day-to-day. So not just spending time with Him, which is precious, in the morning, but also continuing to walk with Him as I parent my girls, as I relate to my husband, stopping and pausing in the moments that I feel overwhelmed, where before I would have depended and trusted in my own human abilities to either get through that feeling of overwhelm, And then I would produce responses out of my own human ability, which always fell short. But in learning to trust in Jesus, I am learning how moment by moment, when I pause inside of my heart 
and I let the Lord know, here's what I'm feeling. Help me. It's not a big ordeal. It's just learning to shift what I would already be doing within myself and bringing the Lord into that. It's not that the Lord isn't there, but what I am doing is I am actively engaging in the relationship that I have with Jesus Christ. And I'm saying, Lord, step into this with me. I'm overwhelmed. Help me. And then waiting and listening intently, which when you begin to learn, when you begin to start listening to the Lord and you begin to start looking for him, that's how you train your spiritual eyes and ears and senses to pick up and begin to perceive the presence of the Lord. And when you see and sense the presence of the Lord in your day-to-day life, it helps you begin to trust him more fully. And when you trust the Lord more fully, you begin to see his involvement in every detail of your life because he cares and he's there. The last part of this podcast today, this episode, I want to read you this verse. It's Numbers 1541. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. There is so much punch in this verse. I am a lover of the Old Testament. It's my favorite. I I love everything about it. The stories, the depth, the involvement, the history. I digress. What this verse shows us is that I am the Lord your God. That is who he is. He is your intimate and personal God. And then it says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. So that tells us that the Lord, our God, our personal God has a mission and people that belong to God that are saved and that are believers. God had a purpose. You have an Egypt and he is bringing you out of your Egypt. That is his desire. And you, like the children of Israel, have two choices. You can either resist and refuse and lose your opportunity to walk into the promised land, or you can honor God, accept what he shows you, and be led into freedom. Because God's people are not those people who don't need releasing. God's people are the very people who need releasing from bondage. And part of our bondage is our inability to trust whatever barriers we have to the trust, to our ability to trust in God. And the children of God are the ones to whom freedom is made available. Egypt is indicative of slavery or bondage, whatever is a hindrance in our life to allowing us to have a deep relationship with Jesus. And he leads us out of Egypt for the purpose of leaving our slavery. And leaving our slavery is important because God wants us to bend our lives to be under his authority. And only when we bend our lives can we 
relish in sweet relationship and peace that is available to us through a submitted life to Christ. And the last statement is, I am the Lord, your God. This is powerful because just as it was at the beginning, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out. At the end of the verse, it restates, I am the Lord, your God. He already is our Lord. It's kind of calling in to account the scripture. This is, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. God is already our God and our Lord. He always will be and he always has been. This verse, I believe, is to speak to the relational side of knowing God, which cannot happen when we refuse to trust him and when we are bound in slavery. Another thing that's important to remember is that the specific words, land of Egypt, shows that our slavery and our bondage, it is a place, it's a location, and locations have boundaries. Now, we are trapped inside of our slavery and bondage when we don't know Christ, and we remain trapped in our bondage and our slavery when we know Christ, but we refuse to walk in his statutes. But the fact that this is referred to as a land implies that you can leave. You can't leave on your own because we don't know how to do it. We don't know how to get out. We don't know how to manifest what we need to manifest because we simply can't. But we with Jesus can. There is a way out of our bondage and our slavery. There is a way out of our faithlessness. And when we submit to the authority of God, and we walk rightly with him, and we walk in the steps of light that he has given us, he will give us more light. So today, whatever you are facing, be encouraged, because you too can walk intimately and personally with the Lord. You can begin to experience his involvement in your life. You can grow the ability of your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears. I pray this for you, friend, that you will come to know the intimate love of Jesus, the intimate involvement that he has, the care and concern over you and over the matters that regard and involve you. Be of good cheer, for he has overcome the world. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. And if you are in the Kansas area and would like to have me come and speak at your local event, women's event, book club, Bible study, youth event, you name it, I would love to connect with you. You can reach out, email me at refinedbyfire84 at gmail.com. That is refinedbyfire84 at gmail.com. Be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. I appreciate so much your support and value you as my listener. Let me know if there's any way I can pray for you. Talk to you next time.